0: Hello, my name is Fran. Welcome to the Heal Into Your Awakening Podcast. How are you guys doing? (laughs) Didn't think I would be here this week, did y'all? I said I was going to do it, and here I am. I'm on a roll. this week two of being consistent, and it feels good. Yes. (laughs) Listen, let me hype myself up, okay? Because this hype is going to allow me to just you know, be even more consistent. So yes. yes. Um, thank you guys so much for liking, following, subscribing, listening, sharing everything you guys are doing for the podcast. I appreciate it so, so, so much to everyone who has taken their time to reach out to me, to give me feedback about the podcast, or just to simply just connect with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And speaking of connections, I plan on going Instagram Live every week. I am leaning more towards Wednesday or Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, of course, am going to do a little poll on Instagram, and we can decide on the time. And um, yes, I definitely look forward to being able to converse with you guys in a deeper level there and we can just, you know, connect and build and, you know, dive deeper into conversations. Um, I appreciate you guys that have, and we've been able to like have conversations um, centered around healing and, and spirituality. And I would like to just do it more on a brother scale by going live. So, Meet me there, meet me there. <laughs> I'm gonna try and remind you guys every episode of you know when the next live would be, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yes, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited too. Let's do this. So today I wanted to talk about a topic that I started the end of last year. I wanted to record it, but I, I listened to what I recorded and I was like, nah, I'm not ready. This is a little too raw. And I have been struggling with Finding strength to be vulnerable, you know, finding um, a balance between honoring someone's privacy while sharing a story um, that related to them. And that has been, you know, interesting for me because I don't consider anyone a villain or a victim. I just consider us as mirrors to each other. And some people you have soul contracts with, and some of those soul contracts are um, seeds to help you grow. And growing sometimes, it's not necessarily easy. So that is me looking at it from an awakened perspective. And I would love to share that perspective with you guys. But I would also want to honor this person's privacy and not not just go too much into details, but not villainize them. And when you're expressing a story that relates to betrayal, that's that can be tricky. So yes, my intention is to heal any power and without taking away from the character of another person. So, betrayal. What is betrayal? Simply put, betrayal is a violation of trust. Simply put. And um, betrayal is something that we all encounter to a certain extent, and sometimes we are able to let go of it and just check it up to bad luck, and sometimes we hold on to it, and it shapes us in ways that allows us to evolve or put us in a position to regress. And sometimes we repress it and we move on like nothing happened. And then it shows up in our distant future in our near future. So let's unpack this, shall we? So I'll give a quick backstory of how I was prior to Starting my spiritual journey, um, I struggle with codependency. And um, as my therapist would like to say, codependency, it's more of a condition. And you should kind of see it like having an addiction, right? And when you are addicted to something, there's no cure for it. You just learn to live in recovery and sometimes you relapse. But awareness allows you to navigate it in life in a way that is fulfilling to you. And that's where I'm at right now with that. So I didn't really have stability growing up. I am Liberian and um, I was born right before the Civil War, which lasted for about 10 years. And if you're familiar with the Liberian Civil War, it left a lot of us displaced. It put a lot of us in positions to um, migrate to different lands and sometimes we would move to other places looking for better opportunities. That was my situation. I lived in different countries throughout my life. I never really had the opportunity to build solid, long-term relationships, to just have a deep bond with someone strictly because I was around them for a long time. Growing up, you know, there wasn't really any cell phones or Instagram or MySpace to be able to still maintain relationships once you move away from someone. So I was always that kid that wanted to so deeply to connect to others, but always feeling unfulfilled. Fast forward to my 20s. I met someone who I had a strong bond with. We had a lot of insiders. She was my friend. She became my roommate. At some point, she was godmother to my son. My relationship with her was quite fulfilling for me because, again, I wanted that. That is something that I've always yearned to have from really early on in my life sisterhood that was not necessarily bonded by blood, but just bonded by a strong emotional bond. And, um, in the beginning of my spiritual awakening, we started to grow apart. During the years of being friends with that person, there were nudges that I considered from God that was just like, yeah, this is not it for you or her, you know, but, um, I ignored them. Again, my my need to be validated truth connections was so much more stronger and deeper than any intuitive nudge from God. And it wasn't, I didn't care. There were times people would tell me things about the friendship and I didn't really want to hear it. There were times where I would um, push people away because I wanted to, again, prove my stance and prove my loyalty to that friendship. And um, by the time I started my spiritual journey, I started listening to podcasts and reading little books and reading about how the mind works. One of my, my great books was, um, I think, Manifest Now by Admil. And I started to listen to Yanla And, you know, these these people, their conversations was more about the mind and your thinking and how you engage with others is based off of you. Like, the more you think the way you think, is going to continue to manifest more of that relationship. So I started off with wanting to just create a better life for myself. It wasn't more of like healing any wounds or anything, but in creating a better life, when you dive into that, it it opens you up to needing to heal, pinpointing your patterns, your self-destructive patterns. And then that also opens you up to a relationship so it's like it's like an onion you as you as you unravel it it takes you into layers and layers of yourself so i decided to have a monthly fast right so every month i'll take a week and i would um write and visualize the person that i want to be and um, i would then act like that person for that week I wouldn't engage in anything that i knew would was not in alignment with who that person was and um yeah so I started to notice my patterns but not just my pattern there was this one time this friend of mine called me and this was you know again my person and um my other friends weren't really they were support they were not just supportive but we talk about my journey we talk about healing we talk about things that 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 filled me up and now in and, and pushed me more towards the person that I intended to be right so she called me and we engaged in just gossip. And by the time I got off the phone, I felt guilty, I felt slightly embarrassed and I was, and I said to myself, actually I said out loud. I like, oh, um, I would do so much better by myself. You know, I would do so much better for myself if this person and I were in friends. And I just let it go. And um, within within three weeks or less, um, I experienced a situation with this person without going too, too much into details. She invited me over to where she was and where she was. A few of her friends were there, about two other girls were there. And, um, one of the girls and I engaged in a verbal altercation and that quickly got physical. And, um, in that process, she had tried to defuse the situation by holding me back and she was like holding me from the back and kind of like a bear hug and I was pushed against the wall and then the other girl came and I'm sorry if you know conversation surrounding violence is triggering for you fast forward if you can but you know the other girl came and she banged me with a vase on my head I was bleeding she was choking me and this girl was still holding me down and um I experienced a concussion, and in that time, I feel like my life flashed before my eyes. Like, I was like, whoa. (laughs) And um, after that experience, um, there the detectives were saying things like, it was a setup. I didn't, to this day, I don't believe it was a setup, but you know, that was the language that was used. Um, They felt like, they, they referred to the, how it happened as an execution style, and they were going after both girls. And um, instead of me to try and heal from it, I got into defense mode automatically. I was calling family members. No, that's not what happened. I was going out of my way to make sure I was with her. I was at her shop so people can see that. Well, so my family or I can, I was trying to, I think now when I think about it, I probably was trying to convince myself that that's not what was going on. And to this day, I don't believe what was going on. I believe that we were at our, the, the end of our relationship. Absolutely. But I don't think anyone set me up or anything. It was just a series of unfortunate events, and before I knew it, I was in a conundrum. But that's neither here nor there. At a certain point, you know, my other friends and family were like, "You know, you need to be careful with this." And again, I would just try to defend the situation, and then something happened. Someone that one of my very close friends told me about an experience between both of us that I knew was true, but not true. It, it was embellished, but it was accurate to the point that she must have said something. And it was hurtful. I was angry. And um, I was at a place where I was like, okay, God, I need you to show me that this is not the situation for me that I need to remove. Again, even though it was just a friend, um, one thing that I noticed right before I, cause nothing, no one is just a friend. Um, when we have so much, we add so much value to romantic partnerships and not enough to our platonic friendships. And I, for me, my, all my relationships, right. And I connect with people. I, I connect with people on a deep level. I appreciate all my connections, especially the ones that are deeply rooted. And for me, that friendship was deeply rooted. She was in the, she was in a labor room with my son. You know, I mean, other stuff happened where she didn't see the birth, but she was there. She was my son's godmother. We were roommates. I shared so much with her, right? And um, so I didn't see it as just a situation that I could just be like, oh, we're not friends anymore. It was something that I had to think deeply about. I prayed about it. And within a week, I was minding my business and someone sent me, a recording of this girl just going in on me, man. Like things that I feared about myself, things that I had shared, things that I hadn't shared, just everything. And I noticed humans try to connect with you when they know that, especially when they know that you and someone are at odds and they try to tell you things in relation to your experience. So, a lot of people, what well, some people would come to me, even her. Acquaintances would come to me and say, oh, we felt so sorry for you in that friendship because you would always post her and we would be like, why is she posting her? And all she does is talk negatively about her. And it was hard taking in. But now when I think about it, I think whatever prayer, maybe I manifested that by wanting to hear what was happening or my prayer was that I hear what was being said about me. And it was horrible. And um, I remember being at my aunt's house one day, just pissed off, talking about all the things that I could do and whatever I knew and, you know, just strictly in ego. And my aunt came out of her room and said to me, and I'll never forget this because this was such a profound moment in my life. She said, two things come out of this situation. She said, a year from now, you either at a place where people or even you don't really see the difference between both of you guys and you see it more as, Oh, I showed her and she showed me, but we showed each other kind of thing. And people look at you as look these two stupid girls that were arguing, or you take this moment and you allow it to help you to evolve. She said, you go to God and ask for forgiveness and you ask yourself for forgiveness and you ask God to show you the lessons that this experience is here to teach you. She didn't say, oh my God, I'm sorry. you know this is so She said that there are times where you know you must have seen all that you needed to see. but whatever reason that held you there, you need to ask God to show you that and what reason it would be in a year from now this experience will be a gift. To you and I had no choice. I took I took whatever my aunt said, <laughs> and I came home with it. And I said a quick prayer, cried myself to sleep, went to sleep. At that time, I had started journaling as well, so I you know I wrote some things in my journal and and whatnot. But as I navigated that situation, again more and more people would tell me things, and it I felt isolated. When I think about it, it was around the time that my dad was. Um, he was sick in the hospital. My cousin had just passed my a long-term relationship that I was in failed, and this person was with another person. So I'm, it put me in a position to feel like not just a victim, but to feel unworthy of whatever I wanted. I felt low, I felt small. I lost I felt like I lost everything. My business wasn't going that great. So my finances wasn't that great. I was emotionally eating, so I gained all this weight, and I felt unattractive. And I had, I had friends at that point, but at that time, I didn't. I felt like I lost a really important person in my life, and I haven't really been someone who has a ton of friends. I have a few people that I consider quality people in my life, but that experience allowed me to dive deeper into my healing. I'm one of those people, if I'm feeling uncomfortable in something, I don't like, no one likes feeling discomfort, right? But I don't bask in it. I'm like, God, take this away from me. Help me take it. Stick this, take stick this, take this. And why am I feeling like this? I don't want to feel like this anymore. And in saying that and being intentional about it opened me up to so much, right? So one of it was, how did I get here? What part did I play, right? I was able to see what it feels like to speak maliciously about another person, whether it was true or untrue. And I thought about the times that I too have been part of that. One thing is often we that indulge in gossip don't really think that the people you are indulging in it with are doing it to you. It's sometimes seen as something sacred between both of you and it's not it it allowed me to see that and I promised myself that I would never because if I allow myself to be the same person that I was in that friendship then whatever I was going through at that time would have been futile to my evolution and I promised myself that I would evolve from that and I started to ask for forgiveness I started to ask whoever that I might have talks about it. if it came to my mind i said i forgive myself and i on an energetic level ask you to forgive me as well you know and we just kept going on and on and it opened me up to that right so that allowed me to grow in a way that i didn't and i remember growing up when i was younger you know and if, if you're a gossiper tea oh the tea be juicy that experience put me in a position to not care for it like it wasn't It definitely showed me what I needed to learn. So that was a gift in itself. It opened me up to comfortable in my isolation. I was one of those people that I would um, run away from the things that I needed to address by talking to a friend, going on a date, whatever. But that opportunity to be isolated and to see myself for what I really am gave me the ability to be able to do it because I exercised that, but I exercised it by force. At that time I was in therapy, so I was able to further focus without distraction. The, and um, it also put me in a position to see, until recently, right? Because I wasn't able to see the gift in this. But when I see how I am now, and when I'm able to see things that relates to her, or her name, because before I would see her name and also, you know, to go a little back and give a little bit more context to why I was so triggered by her, or her name, it wasn't necessarily just what she said, right? So after I was attacked, she went over on to just a smearing campaign or whatever, but to mock me being distressed in that way, mock the attack. And it further put me in a position to feel, and I, I, that's one thing I hate, to feel vulnerable or victimized. And I felt like such a victim because I felt like I was being mocked for being put in a position where I couldn't defend myself. And I was embarrassed by that. It was, the whole experience was so triggering for me. And um, seeing someone that did that to me experience life and, and, and this thrive in life was hard. And I know I didn't want it to be like that. I know on a deeper level, I wanted to be indifferent towards her presence or existence for all of them that were involved, but mostly her because I had a deeper connection with her. And it slowly happened. I didn't know when it happened. But one day I saw something she had commented on and it was funny and I I smirked and I was able to look back on the times that we were good and not necessarily in a way that was nostalgic but in a way where I accepted it I was like oh when and how did this happen (laughs) and it felt good it felt good to be put in a position like that and to come out of it not bitter to come out of it wishing well for this person. I mean, there are other activities that I did. So if you're, again, if you're experiencing something like this, one of the things that I did, every time I thought about her in a negative way, I prayed for her, especially in the shower. Every time she came to my mind, I would just start praying for her. And over time, it felt natural. And over time, she didn't have the impact she had on me. I didn't see her as a villain in my book. I didn't see her as a rival. I saw her as just another person that I was connected with, that I was no longer aligned with. Though oftentimes we label karmic partners as romantic relationships, a lot of times it's platonic. A lot of times it's someone who influences or my experience with them opens you up to grow from a heart lesson. And, um, that's kind of how I see her, right? She was, I had a karmic relationship with her and for a long time, even to this day, you see so many people label karmic as something that is bad and, um, I don't think anything is bad nor good anymore. These are just gifts. Like I, I, if you are saying that earth is cool and you're a spiritual being having a human experience, right? So as a human being, you're able to experience pain, heartache, and all these things allow your soul to evolve. If, if that is what you know, right? If, if you're here, that means to an extent you believe that or you are in the process of believing that. You have to go back into the people that have put you in a position to learn hard lessons, to put you in a position of discomfort, bring out your fears of unworthiness or inadequacy or not loving and all that stuff that just brings you back to you. You have to see them as people who who gifted you things. And on a deeper level, If we're all spiritual beings having human experience, right? Not everyone is going to come in your life and just give you love and light. But those people that come and, 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 and are not able to allow you to experience life in a way that is comfortable are also mirrors of you. And now in 2022, as a 33 year old awakened woman, I see that girl as a gift And I I think about her with so much love because she was able to give me a heightened level of fulfillment through a connection and then drop me, put me in a position to isolate and to see myself in a way that I had never seen myself. And if on a soul level, if I needed to experience a connection like that to do that, well, I choose to believe that that was a soul contract. And she played her part. And I, I advise that you start to see people who have hurt you as that. People who you had a contract with. That whether they liked it or not, they was going to play a part in your life that were going to allow you to grow. That were going to allow you to see you. And use whatever flashlight that they put on you to go deeper. Start, I always say this, start with this prayer. Ask your guides, ask your spirit, ask God to allow you to see the lessons that needed to be learned. It is not something that happens overnight. For me, it took years. Like my aunt said, it wasn't a year. A year, I was just like, I did nothing. I was a little bit more evolved than where I came from. But there was a part of me that was resentful it took years, it took practice, it took discomfort, it took times where I manifested people telling me, oh, she said this the last time, and I I had to get to the point where I was just like, I thank you, because I know you mean well, but I don't want to hear about what she said about me, because I don't want to see her in that light anymore, so it's a process, right, but every single thing that you experience that is uncomfortable is a gift, and um, I don't want to go past 30 minutes, so I'm gonna stop here. Um, We can further discuss this maybe on the live. If you listen to this and it's something that you wanted to bring up and you wanted to dive a little deeper into some of the activities and some of the the things that I did to get myself out of my funk and allow myself to evolve on a spiritual level from this, hit me up on the live or you know, or send me a DM and we could talk about this further. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for always being here. Thank you for sharing. If you If you know someone who is experiencing um, the demise of a relationship that, that that meant something to them, please share this with them. Um, if you if you know someone who's experiencing betrayal, please share this with them and uh, my intention is that this allows someone to move forward in your journey. Um, I thank you so much for being here again. I love you. I can be reached at HeelIntoAwakening at gmail.com. I am currently on Instagram at Awakening. I look forward to hearing from you. I will be talking to you next week. I promise. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.